Welcome to the Gals Guide to the Galaxy podcast, where a group of gals gather for you one cool thing around our topic of the month. Is it ancient history? Is it breaking news? Is it safe for work? Well, that's up to each gal. All we know is that... Fasten your seatbelts. It's going to be a bumpy night. Welcome back to the Gals Guide to the Galaxy podcast. We've got actual gal pals together in the library for this recording. (gasps) Can you hear the books? The books. They're talking to us. (laughs) (laughs) So yes, there will be no Zoom video of our silly faces. There will also be no internet dropouts. (laughs) Um, And there are quite a bit of odds that we might actually be drunker uh doing this in person than when uh we're on the uh the zoomy zoom 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 <laughs> i was going to have author themed cocktails but instead walgreens had a sale <laughs> and so we have a variety of cocktails but it is a new month and we have a new theme and because november is national novel writing month we are celebrating the author gals all month long may we be them may we raise them wait that's something different but still not exactly <laughs> wrong or untrue because I love some authors. So uh, now I've heard that there is nothing scarier than a blank page. But then again, that was before anybody had to deal with 2020. Mm, (laughs) So we'll see if that still weighs out true. So plug in those laptops because we've got a lot to write about. I mean, talk about. So let me introduce my future award-winning writers for this month. (laughs) First up, uh, if I'm having a hard day, I text this gal because there is going to be an appropriate amount of swearing that will come right back at me like fuck that guy and you're awesome <laughs> welcome back to katie harris <laughs> Woo, katie Yay. what have you Woo. been up to oh i don't know not much <laughs> turning older Okay. Had a birthday last month. Birthday, birthday. <gasps> Look at that. An October oh. birthday. Birthdays. Yes, they're the best. Look at sorry, you. Sorry, guys. They're the best. I know. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I almost feel like even though the world's still always changing and we're not as much on lockdown, mm-hmm. this question... I don't do anything. That's gotcha. what we're supposed to do, right? So it's approved. Just chill. Yes, there you go. Yeah, yes, so. there you go. You just are, and you're healthy. So you know what? Mission accomplished. That's all you need, right? There you go. So I'll pass on to maybe somebody that, that does something. There you go. Because I'm saving my energy for my gal I'm going to talk about this Ooh. month who does everything. She does all the things. Yeah. Oh. Reading about her was exhausting. <laughs> so I'm going to save my energy. That is Fair. So uh, next up, she has a brilliant painting series called That's What She Said. Uh, So therefore, she is my favorite author on canvas. Do you see what I did there? (laughs) It is Bonnie Fillenworth. Yay, Bonnie! (laughs) What is new with you, darling? What have you been up to? Uh, Not a whole lot. For the That's What She Said, the next one's probably going to be a little preview. The AOC, the... I am someone's daughter too. Yes, I've been working on that one. Oh, so excited! Is uh, will there be a picture of it next to the bobblehead that I got you yeah. of AOC for your birthday? <laughs> My favorite thing is that she's like like three inches taller than the other ones. <laughs> she has an she's RBG one, and RBG is like a dwarf compared to AOC. Well, I mean, RBG in, is in real tiny life she was anyway, yes. <laughs> She was know tiny. they tried to keep bobbleheads realistic yeah. to people's heights. I not so much. No, I think oh. it's two different companies. But I, I saw, <laughs> I saw an AOC bobblehead. There's her collection. 
Okay, if we're going to talk about bobbleheads. <laughs> Mary's like, I'm bringing the bobblehead game. I, I, yeah. <laughs> I see your bobblehead and I, I raise you. you. <laughs> I dig it. You know, now you guys are going to have to send these in for the show notes. Oh, no. Nope. Show yeah. notes. <laughs> yes, no, you'll totally have to yes. send them in for the show notes of the bobblehead McGee's. <laughs> oh, what is it? Oh, look at that! It's Celebrity Jane Austen. Celebrity nice. Jane Austen as a bobblehead. Oh, is, my gosh. And she has a guitar. She's got a guitar. <laughs> and there's actually more coming. Oh, my gosh. So, you know, Very cool. you say bobblehead. Right, exactly. You're like, I got this, I got this. down. Uh, oh, my goodness. <laughs> uh, well, let me formally introduce my glorious gal, uh, Mary. Mary is joining us for the podcast for the first time. Uh, but you are not a stranger to the library. You were actually here, like, opening day. I was. We were here, and it was right right as the world was about to go around. Yeah, it was really weird. And But, you know, I had fun. I brought one of my gal pals with me. And yes! We had a lot of fun. And I, you know, I, you know, contributed the Jane, your Jane title. Exactly! All, all, the, all the Jane Austen. And I've dropped off a couple other, you know, exactly since then. So. And you've got a golden book here, too. That's so right. oh, our, our early uh, donors, when we had our uh, I Fund Women campaign, Mary was one of our golden books contributor. Oh, yeah. So her name is in gold in the library, yes. people. And I, and I think there's a picture of me with a tiara and stuff. Always a picture oh, with a tiara. Because oh, yeah. anybody who has a golden book wow, also a, gets the choice of the tiara. Should, Probably be wearing it now while we record. No. It's quite heavy, and it's. <laughs> Get but it she has cat ears, ears on. Cat ears. Yeah, well, you know, I do have a tear. Here's, you know, really silly is that I could do Amy Farrah Fowler out of my closet. Oh, nice! Including the tear. Oh, nice. perfect. There you go. I like it. So. See, well, tell the good people about yourself so that you know I don't fill their head with ideas because that's later. <laughs> Well, I'm Mary Miller, and for the past six years, I have been the regional coordinator for Indiana for the Jane Austen Society of North America. Woo woo. Uh, yeah. Uh, I, I'm, I'm, my term is ending, um, but I've been a Janeite for a while. Not as long as I probably should have been, because in high school, when I was told to read Pride and Prejudice, I read the Cliff Notes. And kids, oh. for those of you who don't understand what Cliff Notes are... <laughs> There's this little, you know, yellow and black checkered book yes. that you would buy at the bookstore that you would read like cheat notes because there were no computers when I grew up. It was like Google in pamphlet form. Exactly. <laughs> that you paid for because you didn't want to write the book or read the book. Right. So you, you paid five, ten bucks to read the cliff notes, get your report done and go back to reading what you want to read yes and i still got an a on the report oh yeah, good job you know. see um and it, so it wasn't until like the sense and sensibility movie came out that uh, and that was my now ex-husband had was on a transatlantic flight and he came back so i bet you might write like this because i was a big you know english person fan right and that kind of like that time period and right. stuff like that so i and i watched the you know and I, ooh, and then i started reading the books so, oh i get it so um <laughs> You're and, like i can do this and so there's <laughs> about five thousand members of the of the north american um jane austen society wow there are jane austen societies on all continents and about 50 countries. Oh my goodness gracious. So Janeites are everywhere. Nice. So I like it. Um, some of us are more closet than others, but I'm not. <laughs> um, but, but, you know, I have a lot of, you know, I've met a lot of fun people. Um, that, and then of course my other 
recent, you know, well, recent in the past five years or so is Sherlock Holmes. Oh, yes. So there's a lot of Jay Knight Sherlockians out there. Oh, so. yeah. I can totally see that crossover, though. Yeah, big yeah. time crossover. You throw Star Trek in there, oh, you've got yeah. the perfect oh. Venn diagram. Exactly. So. I feel like that <laughs> describes a lot of my friends except Katie. <laughs> <laughs> And here's the funny thing. When you, when you start looking at like actors and actresses and the various stuff, I met they Amanda Root. To... Oh, and yeah. she played in one uh, Persuasion, um, one of the adaptations, and she was in BBC Sherlock, and she was also in a Star Trek thing. So oh. when I met her a few years ago, I went up to her, and she's about my height. I'm about 4'10". She's about 5 feet. Of course, she's much smaller than me. Um, <laughs> she, I said, you realize you meet my Venn diagram, and I explained to it. She says, oh. That's brilliant. Can I use that? <laughs> right. Feel free. Feel exactly. Free. You, you, you are actually the Venn diagram I tell everybody that I am. So I love that. But uh, Jane kind of started things as far as the you know the modern novel. And as I look around the room here, right? If it wasn't for her, we may not see all these books. I so. know, right? And it can encourage some women writers. <laughs> Oh, fantastic. Uh, well, as for me, I'm Dr. Leah Leach, the executive director of Gals Guide. I'm excited for NaNoWriMo this month. Uh, Gals Guide is actually doing some in-person write-ins and some online write-ins all month long. I've got a book that I've been meaning to get done. Um, so I've been focusing on whatever this new normal is for us to kind of like <laughs> settle into whatever that is. Uh, but... The Glorious Library has been doing awesome, so it's time for me to write a book, which is lovely. Uh, to get some of those words out of my head and onto pages would be, you know, nice. <laughs> but before I do that, let's talk about some amazing authors uh, who have already written down words onto pages and then got them published, and let's learn from them. So, Bonnie, do you want to go first? <laughs> I thought you were going to go first. You, you go first. Go. <laughs> Are you ready? How about that? I'm ready. Okay. I'm then, ready. then go for it, girl. Maybe. Okay. You're like, wait a minute. Where's it, my word document? It moved. It moved. <laughs> no, it moved on my phone. It went straight to. She's not know. ready. Go, Leah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll be listening to the to the radio, and they'll be. I listen to NPR a lot, and they'll have like different charity foundations. So I'm like, check down what they are real quick. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yes. So I jumped to that, and I was like, no. Do what I do. I call my work voicemail and leave myself oh. a message, you know. Call Mary Work. <laughs> it goes in there. Okay, do this, do that, do this, do that, do this, do that. Nice. Write this down. Get your to-do list. Nice. It's your personal dictation machine. <laughs> hey, it works. Yeah, whatever works. Who do you have for okay. us, Miss Bonnie? I'm think, excited. I think I have broken the record for the most names now. Oh, no. Officially. We, we've gone past what? four. Okay. I'm doing Mary, Martha, Corinne, Morrison, Calborn, Roberts, Boggs. Whoa. Also known as Cokie Roberts. Okay, I know her by Cokie yeah. Roberts. Wow. <laughs> That's a lot of names. Yes. Why? 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 I'm assuming you'll explain yeah, please. it of why she has so many names. I think it's, it's she's from Louisiana, so I think okay. it's like a, a southern family like parishy kind of a thing oh. like half of the uh, i think most of those she gets from her mom it's okay pretty much all those same things but she there i think there was a linda in there okay so, so she's she goes <laughs> linda. By when i think but, of southern i think of linda but linda. i think okay. she has uh, the martha corinne morrison in her name oh at least, wow something like that okay because gotcha. her mom had a big i was like okay that must be a thing nice but i mean she, she did not want any family member to be left out i guess in I the naming know. of the new child all of it's you crazy i didn't notice that with her 
her sister or her brother oh, or her husband. So I don't know what... Okay, oh. which part does Koki come from? Koki yes. comes from, she gets a nickname from her brother okay. who could not pronounce her name. Any of the names? Because she was, <laughs> I think she was going by Corrine. Corrine, okay. Yes. C-O-R-I-N-N-E. Okay, gotcha. It's not that he couldn't pronounce them, he just couldn't remember them. Right, yeah. there's that. Yeah, so Koki it is. Koki. <laughs> Cute. Uh, she was born in New Orleans in 1943. Gotcha. Uh, both of her parents at different times were members of Congress. Oh. Lindy and Hale Boggs. Gotcha. Uh, Hale Boggs, her father, was the majority leader, um, and he died in a plane crash in Alaska. Oh, oh goodness. While he was out, like, campaigning. Oof. Uh, the plane just went missing, and they never found it. Oh, no. How old was she when that happened? Quiz time. I can totally put it in the show notes later. I think it was when she was a little kid. You gotcha. think maybe okay. she was an adult? I think she was, an adult. I think yeah. she was at least in college, I think. Gotcha. Um, Either way, rough. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah, especially uh, missing relative. He's out there somewhere. Yeah, they never found. They never Bears. found the plane. Anybody? Bears. Nothing. Right. Yep. True story. <laughs> well, you know, Alaska's pretty big. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yep. Um, but her mother, Lindy, his husband, ran for her husband's seat and won eighty-two percent of the vote. Oh. And was reelected seven more times. Oh my gosh. So it wasn't just like a sympathy vote once. It was yeah. staying. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. And then she was a, a U.S. ambassador. Ah. So she comes from this big political family. Uh, her sister uh, became the mayor of um, a borough of Princeton, New Jersey. New Jersey. And lost an eye to cancer and sported an eye patch. <gasps> she was a pirate? She was a pirate. Yes. <laughs> just out of her mind. I like it. Her brother Tommy. She's a pirate of New Jersey. Hold on a second. The Southern Pirate of New Jersey. Isn't that called the Mafia? Uh, Tommy became a lawyer and a lobbyist. Okay. And uh, Koki decided she was going to be a political reporter. So instead of joining the politics herself, she decided to report on it. I mean, she could report on her family that way. <laughs> yeah. Well, she talked about, like, um, in an interview, she talks about, like, how different, like, politics are now and back then, mm-hmm. where everyone, like, they lived in D.C. and you would know these people. Like, you would have right. barbecues with families from across the aisle. Like, it's more like it a family. Like, yeah. Because ah. they're all, like, you know, they're all uh, families of senators or congressmen. Yeah. So they all knew each other. Hmm, I wonder what happened to that. <laughs> yeah, well, she would, people would ask her if it was like worse um, now than it was back in the day. And uh-huh. she would, you know, she would talk about, you know, that growing up. But she would also point out that uh, people used to shoot each other. Oh, yeah. Oh, OK. There, like I mean, there was like the dual hole yeah. situation. Yeah. I mean, we did yeah. have a vice president that kind of shot yeah. somebody. That one congressman that came in and just uh, beat the other dude with the cane. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. So we got, we don't have that. <laughs> so we have a little bit more checked yeah. aggression. <laughs> but she became a political reporter for NPR, ABC News, and she was an author, which is where, where I know her from. Yeah. So when I joined the NPR train, 
she was already off of that. She was in kind of like the early stages of NPR with gotcha. uh, Nina Tonberg and a bunch of other ladies. Because ah. that was one of the first places that would hire women back in the day. Was the good old NPRs. Look mm-hmm. at that being progressive. <laughs> uh, she wrote uh, Capital Dames, which yes. is about women in the Civil War times um, in Washington. Uh, we Are Our Mother's Daughters. Founding Mothers, which is like early American women, mm-hmm. uh, Ladies of Liberty, and there's some children versions available. Ah, I think we have all of those in the library except for the kids versions. <laughs> oh, kids versions. I do love a good cookie book. Now, they are they are thick. <laughs> yeah. Well, I did most of them. I did download the audiobook. Oh, okay. And I know at least one of them, she narrates one. Oh, nice. <laughs> Yeah, she would often joke about, you know, to do all these works, she's mostly, like, reading, she's reading, like, newspapers and stuff, but she's also mostly just reading these ladies' mail. Oh. Which she often, like, jokes about. It's a good that, way to do it. That, um, that she's, like, diving into their personal stuff, because <laughs> the the men at the time that were writing these letters, they're they're thinking, you know, oh, I'm going to do great, grandiose things, so I'm writing these big, pompous letters. Mm-hmm. And the la- the ladies are writing about, like, gossip. Ah, uh, like, nice. The interesting <laughs> stuff. Yeah. <laughs> um, the ladies are writing about, like, one of the interviews she gave, she was talking about, one of the ladies was writing about another senator, and she's, like, very glad that they're getting plumbing installed down that street because the dude is stinky. Oh! <laughs> like... <laughs> Nice. <laughs> See, that's the sort of thing that's well, not in history books. Washington, D.C. was built on a swamp. For it enough. was, exactly. <laughs> it was, it was available. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, terrible. Yeah. Uh, when she started out uh, to be a reporter, uh, employers would just tell her that they don't hire women. Oh. Even after, you know... We're talking like the 60s at this point, yeah, aren't we? Like, after they passed, you know... Right. Laws where you're not allowed to do that, <laughs> and they would often tell you that with a hand on your knee. Oh, cool! She would always point out. <laughs> and then uh, a few years later, it was oh well, they already have the one woman. Oh yes, the quota. Yes, mm-hmm. they have the one woman. Nice. Uh, she often called for our uh, more women to be on the board. Yes. Like she would talk about, you know, it's it's better now, and it's it's getting better, but there's still like. No women on these boards of these companies. Right. Um, and one of them, she asked, uh, where they find all of these old white men since they only make up a small sliver of the population? <laughs> well, they'll be dying off soon. <laughs> 2015 interview, she said that she hoped there would be a woman president in her lifetime. Oh. I'm sad to report she died last year. She did. She did. So close. And she may have been working on a suffrage book before she died. <gasps> oh. Because I'd, I'd heard in several rooms, they were like, well, what's next? Yeah, yeah. So she was, like, thinking about it. Oh, so man. So I would be very anxious to see if they uh, publish something. Right, exactly. Later. But it's been about a year now, so I'm not sure if that's How happened. far into the process she actually got. Yeah. Let's see. Do you have a favorite of one of her books? I would have a hard time picking between the Capital Dames and the Founding Mothers. Gotcha. I can't. I'm, I'm sure I've done the Labors of Liberty, but I can't remember. It's not I can't remember the difference you. between the Founding Mothers and Ladies of Liberty. Gotcha. I read Founding Mothers, and I really liked that one. I don't have one to compare it to, but I really liked Founding Mothers. Uh, that's where I got my 
the Abigail Adams quote. Yes. From my, that's what she said. Remember I the remember ladies. I was listening John. to that on the plane and I wrote it down and I was like, oh, it's good. There's a good exchange in that book of how John's like, oh, that's so funny. Remembering the ladies. What a great joke that women should be in the Constitution. Yeah. She's like, I wasn't kidding. Mm. <laughs> I'm not playing, John. I, need to, I was listening to her give a lecture earlier and I need to read up more on um, Mercy Otis Warren. Okay. Yes. I think so. Um, but it sounded like all the dudes were like including her and all their little talks. Like they oh. thought that she was like the shit. She was like, okay. They still didn't think that, you know, she should have a right. You know, yeah. <laughs> But apparently they were all talking to her, so now I'm like, I gotta read up on on her stuff. Oh, I think we have a book about her in the library. I think mm-hmm. so. <laughs> and I'm like, wait a minute, she was in our suffragette collection, so. <laughs> ha She won all kinds of awards, including an Emmy, a Walter Cronkite Award for Excellence in Journalism. Mm-hmm. She was. Um, Named one of the 50 greatest women in the history of broadcasting, the American woman in radio and television. Oh my gosh. Up there with... Um... Barbara Wawa? Sorry, it's Barbara <laughs> Walters, but I watch too much ah, SNL. Ah, that's right. Baba Wawa. <laughs> Baba my Wawa. My name's Lucille Ball. Oh, yes. Okay, there you go. Yes. Lucy Burns. There you go. I'm still in suffrage You're mode. still in suffrage mode. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yes. <laughs> Lucille Ball. And they both have red hair. So. <laughs> but one of them pays for it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and in the interview that i watched today at the the end uh she was given or the lecture she gave a statement that because it was in a library oh she said we are living in a moment in american culture and history where libraries have never been more important <gasps> you're gonna have to put that on the website i will have to put it on the web right now there's an rbg quote on the website yes. so that one's harder to oh, okay that will have to be next what, on the website in there i'm just thinking we could have got cokey here if okay. did she die of cancer she died of cancer she oh. had breast cancer she got it in like well, they found out she had it in like the early 2000s okay um so she kicked it once and then it came back in it another came back ah. and it seemed like it was sudden because i don't remember anything about her being in the hospital for a while or anything how, old, how old was she when she passed 75 wow okay that's the same age as my mom right i mean it's it's a quality of life. It's not like, you know, she was 37. <laughs> but or still. Jane, 41. Right, yeah. exactly. Yeah. But at the same time, you're like, no, I want some more cokey. Yeah. I'm going to have to send you all kinds of little videos for the show notes. Yes. Okay. Because that lecture, or the lecture I watched today was really good. Sweet. Um, And then my favorite one that I found like two years ago when I was doing my first uh, women's history calendar, I found she's doing an interview with like three uh, historical reenactors of uh, yes. Abigail Adams, Martha Washington, and Dolly Madison. <laughs> and they're just hilarious. Because she's like kind of just being there and asking these women these questions to mm-hmm. kind of lead them and talk to them. And at one point she's like, oh, I just want to let you know, like I've read your mail. And I think it's the lady who's Dolly Madison's like, oh my! Like, <laughs> 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 Yes, you sent me that one. Oh, that is hilarious. The Cokie Roberts interviewing reenactors. Yeah. <laughs> Plus the Martha Washington lady is a badass. I just, I like her. She's got all the attitude in that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's really good. Oh, fantastic. 
That's all I've got on, on Koki, though. We've got several of our books, and you should read them all. Exactly. I loved her. I loved her when she did um, uh, the interviews and specials. <laughs> Wasn't she on um, like CBS Sunday Morning every yeah, now she, and again doing little bits? She was little, on a little morning bits. show for, for years. She was like the, the, the lady anchor. Right. Sunday morning show. <laughs> uh, she covered politics a lot in Washington. She happened to be. She was living in Greece for a while. Oh, nice! And she got a call. She was on kind of like a reserve reporter, or whatever. Like she was technically a reporter, but they weren't really like calling her for like anything. Freelancing, sort of. And then um, they were. The Pope died, and they needed uh-huh. someone to get out there to to cover being the the new Pope. And she was in the area ish. <laughs> so that was one nice. of her, her first big things. Have you ladies ever heard of Cokie Roberts? Well, yeah. Okay, I'm just making <laughs> sure. <laughs> I hadn't heard about her until the books. And then I started noticing, I was like, she was on NPR one morning, and I was like, oh my God, it's Cokie. <laughs> like, what? And That's I was what like, she looks oh, like. <laughs> she used to do that for a living. Like, See, <laughs> remember I'm old. Stuff. I, you know, I remember Koki. <laughs> but sometimes faces, names, oh, things no. like that. Oh, no. It's difficult. Oh, you're not my husband then. <laughs> my husband's just like going, "Do I know this person?" Like he's referring to me, and I'm like, "I don't know who you know." <laughs> <laughs> I may look young, but I am actually old. So. <laughs> and my joints will confirm that. So. Yeah, a lot of the um, like memorial service things on youtube you know remembering mm-hmm. Cokie rabbits yeah um a lot of them talked about she was her nina totenberg i forget who the like the third woman was but they were like wasn't the gwen was it gwen no okay all right I'll, I'll look it's up. probably another npr later probably but yes yes <laughs> um but they were kind of like the um, supporters of all these young women getting into yeah. journalism they were cheering them on and always you know helping them through everything so it's like they're their work mama kind of they're major Aww. cheerleader sort of yes. thing yes <laughs> i will see if i put up uh npr ladies it was weird I had never, <laughs> it's so weird when you see people on npr like, cause you just you hear their voices all the time, and then you see and them, you and you're like, them. wait a minute, and you realize they time. have a face for radio. It was weird. It's a thing. <laughs> it was weird because that was the first doing. This was the first time I'd seen Nina Totenberg's face, and I was like, oh, okay. I'm like, I didn't know what I was expecting. I was like, that's just weird. <laughs> this is very true. Hey, do you know if you put in NPR ladies, pretty much all you get is the sweaty balls from uh, SNL. <laughs> <laughs> It is it is one of the best skits on SNL, but it's oh pretty much just tons and tons of Anna Gasteyer. And it's like, all right, fine. <laughs> NPR.org. Right, I know, exactly. With the org at the end. <laughs> but I can always put it in the show notes, too, of like, who was the third? The three musketeers of early NPR. Yeah. While this might be a podcast, there seems to be a lot of reading involved, people. Always. It's difficult. (laughs) Again, refer back late earlier to the cliff notes. Right, exactly. That's that's what show notes are now. They're now cliff notes. That's that's, that's the modern. We don't know now, but we'll know later (laughs) when we look it up. (laughs) Yeah, the the reenactment came up, though. Of course it did. So everybody who's ever played somebody (laughs) is coming up. 
the um the lady in that I think it's the lady that plays Martha Washington often like has a job being another historic lady like she's oh, like really? a famous reenactor lady <laughs> she's a moonlighter as two different yeah, historical she, she usually plays another lady and i'm trying to think of what it is ah gotcha maybe like not jefferson's wife because she was dead correct exactly she died she's many years before he was uh, even president yeah. and then sally uh yeah another first lady it's another i feel like it's another first is lady maybe mary lincoln Mary Todd Lincoln? No. I have a She's friend that a- does Mary Todd Lincoln and and Jane Austen. Oh. And um, um, several. Louisa Alcott. Uh, oh, Louisa May Alcott? Yeah, she there does a lot of them. Oh, she's got the, the author persona down. See? Sweet. Well, that wraps it up for us this week. Join us next week as our next gal pal shares her one cool author thing as the Gal's Guide podcast continues. Thanks for listening. For show notes, links, and images from this week's show, visit galsguide.org. Want exclusive stuff like deleted bits and major bloopers? Become a Gals Guide patron today. Thanks for listening. <laughs>